Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Actor Quick Look. I'm Maunus and we just took a look at the iPhone 14 Pro Max, where which I put on the floor. I actually have it right here because that's where my personal SIM card is while I'm testing it. I've already had my SIM card in this. This is the iPhone 14. It's reset, ready to go back to Apple, and it is one of the hardest phones that I've ever had to review in my entire career, which just says a lot. I've reviewed a lot of phones now, which is what makes this all the more interesting because this is a brand new, brand new flagship from Apple. In the States, it costs 799 US dollars, meaning that it's the same price that was introduced with the iPhone 13 last year. This replaces the iPhone 13 in more than one sense. So what has Apple done to justify launching a new phone at a pretty high price point where you can get pretty strong um, competition from a lot of other manufacturers? Well, the problem is that as incredibly impressive as the 14 Pro Max is, as underwhelming in some ways is the iPhone 14. So let's look at why. So. This has the same frame and the same back and the same cameras. It also has almost the same screen and it has the same chip inside. It has the same speakers. It also has the same amount of RAM and the same type of RAM. It has the same charging speed. It's basically in many ways the same phone as last year's phone. Even something like a new SOC, a new A <laughs> Bionic is kind of something that we would be trained to expect as a consumer. But Apple has the same A15 Bionic in this phone. This one gets the A16 Bionic. This one does not. Now it has an extra GPU core, which probably will make a little bit of difference, but it's probably not going to be much, particularly in day to get day. Or if you're gaming really hardcore, it's probably not going to be enough. I mean, the, the, the problem, the, the solution in some ways is that the A Bionic series of chips is just a lot better than your average Snapdragon. So it's still going to be very good. But on principle, this is the same chip. That kind of makes it to me really hard because we have to assume that when the iPhone 14 launches, which is now, um, the iPhone 13 is going to drop in price. I, I, I can't say for how, like for, you know, which amount of time, how many dollars particularly, and in which countries the drop is going to be most severe, but logic would stipulate that when a new phone launches, the old phone drops in price. So is it actually something, is this actually a situation where you could just buy the regular iPhone 13? Well, there are a few changes that you should be mindful of. So for one, this has crash detection. It's something I hope to never address or never have a like a, like a tangible experience regarding. But, but it basically, like the new Apple Watch Series 8 watches, um, this will detect when you're in a crash, much like you know it had drop detection before, where if you fell on your bike and it detected a huge like fall, a lot of where, where the gyroscope and the accelerometer would you know crack out. Um, it will basically ask if you're all right, you need to wiggle your wrist, wrist, start moving or dismiss, or we will call some help. This does that for a car crash, essentially. 
It also has SOS satellite navigation. Well, a bit, essentially that, what that means is that if you're outside normal cell range, this will allow you to communicate straight with a satellite in the sky for you to extra, uh, basically trade rudimentary responses with a, a help team somewhere nearby, like local authorities, which will then rescue you from your position. It's really cool. It's not some, It's really hard to test in Denmark. I mean, I don't know where you would go. But for people buy iPhones all over the globe, there's probably someone who's going to be able to use this. There are also new colors. This is the new blue-ish color, which is very nice. Um, it has a slightly increased screen resolution here on the front, which basically means that it's now 2532 by 1170. Um, and there is a new selfie camera, 12 megapixel selfie camera with autofocus, which is great for selfies or FaceTime calls to keep yourself centered in the frame with blurry, creamy bokeh in the background. And the new sen there's a new main camera sensor here. Now, this is still 12 megapixels. It has a slightly larger sensor area, which is nice. I mean, that's good. But the you have to really freaking look for the differences here in actual photo quality. It is better because of the larger sensor area. It is slightly better at light gathering. So that probably means that in good shooting conditions, you will see higher dynamic range. You will see better contrast ratios. But overall, it's the same characteristics um, that you would get from the iPhone 13. Um, this has the new um, uh, photonic um, photo engine. Basically means that it uh, it's a different pipeline for photo processing, meaning that this will probably also get better through updates as the months roll by. But the, I think the point that I'm trying to make is that this is so iterative that it's really hard to recommend it. But at the same time, this is such a good phone. Everyone that I've, I've seen that has a, like an iPhone 13 is really happy with it. They would probably be happy about this too. Sure, they might look at the iPhone 14 Pros and think, oh, I don't have the dynamic island or an always on display, but it's a really good phone. And paired with Apple's ecosystem advantages, it's hard to call it a bad phone. It's just a bad deal. So. Go read the full review very soon and uh, see you guys on the next one. Bye.